Hey guys, I'm running late for work. I told my kids today that I felt like the white rabbit from Alice in Wonderland because I'm always late and they just kind of laughed because, I mean, you know, <laughs> you could kind of see it <laughs> if you had to hear me say it as much as I do. Anyway, I'm just, it's going to be okay. Um, I did want to take a minute to discuss um, something near and dear <laughs> to my heart, and that is my co-worker, Steve. Um, I think anybody that you've, that's ever worked where I work has a story about Steve or a moment, like something, (laughs) he's just a really different guy and I love him. I think he's wonderful. He's just very high strung sometimes. Like he, he, I've seen him like, and two, like we work in a, uh, sorry, a stressful environment and you'll see we'll all see each other at our best and our worst there. So that's very common. Like that's normal where we work. Um, but Steve is just like a different individual. And I'm, I went to work yesterday and I was like upset because I got a pin in the mail that said something about being a healthcare hero. And I was just like immediately pissed off because that's how I feel about a lot of things. But in this instance, I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not happy about it. And I'm not going to pretend to be happy about it because like Steve, I'm a different person. Like I, you're not going to fucking get me to say like, I'm just grateful. Shut up. Like I am grateful for a lot of things, but you're not going to tell me what to be grateful for because that's stupid anyway. So I'm already kind of like, that's such crap. Like it would be fucking better. Like a cut who the fuck these people are hiring to do their outreaches <laughs> like need different jobs or somebody with at least a fucking iota of perspective anyway steve i go into work and i'm like i don't know how you do it man like how you've been working here i think he's been working there for like 35 years which is how old i am i could be wrong but it's something to that like it's a big number (laughs) and um he's like yeah um so I said, like, I don't know how you do it. How do you do it? And he's just like, looked at me like, that's dumb. You know what I mean? He's like, how do I, like, bills? Uh, you know, like, yeah, responsibilities, I said. And he was just like, yeah. And the whole thing I took it from that was like, he's not able to not work. He has to be there. It's just plain and simple. And that's just how it's, how it is and how it's always been. And I get that, but listen to this. He's 61 years old. In my lifetime, the age for retirement has only grown, even though our life expectancy has actually lessened. And so he is 61 years old and I was like, so when can you retire? Because a lot of people will still do like 65, 64s, I guess, considered early. But he's like, I'm going to try and I'm going to work until I'm 67. And my face was obviously incredulous because like this is not an easy job that we've got. Um, In fact, his job's probably harder because he's even more skilled. Yeah, that's how it works in America. (laughs) Um, And I'm sure his pay rate doesn't match his skill level too. Um, 
but that was his plan that's his goal he's gonna work until he is 67 years old so that you know he can get his like full retirement benefits so if he's 67 and I think then the age from the last I checked which was at least a couple years ago the age expectancy for men was like 73 so he's trying to schedule himself he's a veteran by the way uh, I forgot to mention that so he's allowed to schedule himself six years of retirement benefits after 33 or four decades of uh, labor. And like, he's looking at me and we've worked together a while and he, and I was like, just shaking my head and like utter disappointment and disgust that he's in the predicament that he's in just and I'm like upset <laughs> for him because it's just it's not right you know what I'm saying and he's like the thing that made it worse was that he was like hey maybe you need to take a couple of days off and was like genuinely fucking concerned for my benefit and how I'm doing and Maybe I need to take some time for myself and do self-care. And I'm like, bro, like, it's not even about that. I'm so pissed. Like, I'm so pissed that, like, our fucking government has just, like, raped the fuck out of any and everything on this earth. <laughs> like, including people, especially people. And I'm just supposed to be okay with this. Like, everything's fine. Oh, I can't wait till what well like I can't even that's another thing and I get why people I get why Millennials talk shit to boomers or about boomers because it's like oh the this the stereotype is that you know you were brought up well and you had savings throughout your life and you had enough benefits to get you through to become successful and you're very you have a good grip on your success and your wins and you're not, you know, you get kind of typecast as being stingy or inconsiderate or selfish. But like, that's just one part, you know what I'm saying? Like there's still, if you really have to think about it, not all boomers had that luxury. Not all of them had, there were a lot of people that came out of the recession way worse off than they started. And some of them started like in shit to begin with so like you're like not even thinking about the immigrants and the families of immigrants who actually helped fucking build this country into what it is every success can be attributed to the working class so i don't want to fucking hear this generational divide about like you have more entitlements than i do and, and it's not fair. Like, that is the worst fucking thing. It's the worst cry. It's a battle cry for the weak. It's not fair. It doesn't matter. Life isn't fucking fair. That is a fact. You need to come to terms with that fact. Now, if you want to talk about inequalities and if you want to talk about, like, systemic oppressions, that's different, you know? These people... I work with so many people that fucking had to work their entire lives their entire lives and they're still not going to have anything you know what I mean and they're getting old like they're getting tired 
and their bones hurt and their back hurts every fucking day and they're exhausted and they're still fucking doing hard labor every day because they need their health insurance benefits so they can fucking go to the doctor because now they're going to need to see the doctor more often and it's a fucked up twisted cycle and I'm fucking tired of it. I'm exhausted of it. It's fucking wrong. So this isn't me crying, it's not fair. This is me, like, at the top of my fucking lungs. It's wrong to treat people like shit and expect them to be fucking happy about it. So Biden, suck my ass, man, because you cannot even endorse the simple fucking things that the whole country goddamn needs to keep running and surviving. Like, I don't fucking care. Um, and he, you know, he was one of those people that always had his foot in the door and always had some sort of benefit that other people haven't. And he's the one being stingy. He's the one being a sack of shit. So, like, don't fucking get onto my case for not wanting to vote for Biden. Give me any good fucking reasons to vote for Biden besides orange man bad everybody knows the orange man is bad he's a fucking direct product of the same shit that created the other dumbass up there and i'm sick of this whole fucking you know divide between like republicans and democrats like fuck all that that's so fucking old and they publicized the shit out of it and made it a big deal back when obama was running and i fell for that shit too and it was fucking stupid because at its core, it separates us where there need no be no separations. We can all be on the same page on a lot of fucking things if we just actually talk about it. But people don't want to talk about it. They want to close themselves off with their rigid opinions. And that doesn't help any of us. And I think that's one of the best things that was unifying about Bernie Sanders is that he unified the parties and he always unified the parties and his only mistake was becoming a Democrat because there was a larger base there because we were all disillusioned to the thinking we were fighting the good fight and that wasn't the case. And it's hard to see the aftermath of these really, really terrible decisions because then everybody's still arguing and disagreeing where there needs to be no disagreement. Like, just think about it for a second. Everybody should be able to afford access to the doctor. And the fact is, we do have the money for that, but there's too many stingy motherfuckers running around in this country who don't think that they have to pay their fair share of taxes. They expect us, the working class, to fucking do all the work and they expect to be the only ones benefiting from it, that's slavery. That's how slavery works. And if you don't want to see it that way, I don't care because that's how it is. If your income doesn't justify a peaceful existence, you're in slavery. Especially when we all know the fact that we could be comfortable. There are just a few, a few too many, who object to that. And that's a big problem. That's part of why we're in the situation we are in. And that's part of the struggle into correcting the situation and making this a more peaceful existence. So personally, I am voting for Howie Hawkins 
and Angela Walker in 2020. And I have no concerns or guilt or shame about that because it's the smartest, it's the best decision to make right now. They obviously have too much money. It is too corrupt within the politics between this duopoly of Republicans versus Democrats. And we're not moving forward any of the agendas that are going to progress our livelihoods as Americans. So take, take some time, but don't take too much fucking time to come to terms with what the situation really is. Do some research, look into the facts, talk to some people. You need to broaden, broaden your perspective. If you're very like, if you have some strongly held beliefs or if anything I said has like deeply offended you, I would like you to explore why. And then I want you to tell me why you feel that way. Like, I'm very willing to discuss this because I have been very fortunate to be in a position that have, like, as a working class person, I've always been in, like, labor-intensive jobs and things like that. And I've always been able to know, like, those fields draw workers from all age groups and, and backgrounds and ethnicities. It just does for different reasons. And, and it's always been a level playing field, I guess, for like perspective. And that's why I stay because I wanna, I wanna know what, cause I don't wanna just close myself off and have like one little group of people that are all very similar to me that all share the same beliefs because that, that's not gonna help me further evolve as a person. I, and, and besides that, I mean, for my perspective, like I, I still have that mindset that being a hard worker means you earn some sort of, you know, having something to fall back on because that's the, that's how they kind of entrapped people, you know, since the sixties they're like, Oh, we never want to go through another depression again. We really need to just like work hard and then you can play hard. And it's like, that's just a distracting method of trying to attain peace. So we, um, we can get there, you know, it's definitely possible, but it's going to take a few minor adjustments. And I think that, you know, if you want, do you want to wake up every day and not feel like your whole fucking world is a crisis or some sort of tragedy, then open up your eyes. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good night.